Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another Josie show. I have a great show for you guys. A lot of great uh, interviews, a lot of great music. So let's get started. So the first interview that I have, I had the pleasure to catch up with Dustin Chapman. So here you go. Enjoy. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Dustin Chapman. Hello. Hey, how are you? Doing great. It's always wonderful to be able to catch up with you. How have you been? I have been amazing. You know, my my career has been just going all over L.A., Carolina's all over, so it's been amazing. <laughs> yes, you have been on the road lately. You really have. Uh, first off, though, I would like to talk about your new single, Words and Alibis. Can you share the inspiration behind this new release? Yes. So um, Basically, I went to Nashville last summer, and we went to Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, which is where Loretta Lynn's ranch is. Yes. And I walked around, and I just got so inspired. I got home. I watched her biopic, Coal Miner's Daughter. Mm-hmm. Then I watched Patsy Cline's biopic, Sweet Dreams. Um, and I was just so inspired by their stories, their relationships, and I took that inspiration and wrote this song. So. Oh, and it's such a great song. It really is. And for those out there who have not heard it as of yet, where can our listeners find Words and Alibis? Yeah, it is on every platform. So Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, you name it, it's there. Get it, get it. Make sure you check it out, everyone. I definitely recommend it. And you have a music video out for this release as well. What was it like filming the music video? It was an amazing experience. I, You know, I posted, I said, y'all, I'm looking for extras. Come out if you can. And the response was great. There was about 40 people that showed up. And we filmed it in my hometown because I wanted everything to be as local and as dear to me as it possibly could be. The response was overwhelming. I'm so pleased with how everything turned out, and I am so excited just to see where where this video goes. So. Yeah. Oh, what a great response, right? I mean, just posting on Facebook and you know, 40 people show up. I mean, that's such a great. That's that must felt that must have felt really good. <laughs> it sure did. I tell you. And we had a music video premiere party for it where we shot it. It was just a great experience. That is so awesome, and that can be found. The music video for Words and Alibis could be found on YouTube, and I'm sure your website as well, DustinChapmanMusic.com. Perfect, perfect. Check it out, everyone. And I have to ask, because you auditioned for this season's American Idol and got that golden ticket, what was your experience? What was your American Idol overall experience? It was the most beautiful experience that I've been a part of so Mm -hmm. far. Just singing for three of 
the biggest names in the music industry right now, you know, and um, they gave me so much positive feedback. They gave me things to work on as well, though, which is for a musician, you know, that's all you really want is to get better every step of the way. They told me, you know, you have so much going for you. So, you know, I got cut during Hollywood week, which is okay. It was mm-hmm. an amazing experience, but they told me, Lionel Richie, his last words to me were, you're going to come back next year and you're going to go extremely far in this competition. I'm holding that dear to my heart and I'm going out every time I can. I'm gigging. I'm getting better with each gig and hopefully who knows what the future holds. If I do go back next year, maybe his words will come true. So we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. And and it's crazy because when you think about, you know, performing in front of like, you know, Luke Bryan, Katy Perry and Lionel Richie, I mean, I, my heart dropped. It stinks. So as an artist, how, how are you able to, um, you know, perform in front of them? Were you nervous at all or were you just kind of like, I, I got to do this? I got to give it all I got. I will tell you, I did not sleep the night before my audition. I was so oh, I anxious. You. I was, I tried laying in bed. I couldn't sleep. So I got up probably like two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I literally just started pacing around my room. Like I just, yeah, I was so anxious, but they were so calming their presence, their whole, the feeling in the room was just welcoming. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I walked in there, I knew like, I got it. You know what I mean? It was just mm-hmm. like, they want you to succeed and they were just so positive and their feedback was just exactly what you want to hear. Even if it was constructive, they worded in a way that is positive and they're just trying to make you better as a person and as a musician. And so that overall experience, like I said, is just the most beautiful process and thing that I've been a part of. Right? Yes, yes. And, you know, you know, one of the things that I love about, you know, just being a fan and watching American Idol is that it seems like you can meet a lot of new friends there. I mean, a lot of, you know, people the same age or, you know, auditioning as well. So were you able to kind of meet some new friends and new talents while you were out there? I sure did. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jackson, he was one that... Yeah. Him and I were actually in L.A. together. That was our audition city. And he and I clicked right off the bat. We talked about the Josie Awards because I recognized him <laughs> yeah. um, from that experience. We talked about that. And then there was also some other amazing artists that I was able to connect with. And one in particular, uh, her name was uh, Jamie Gray. And she um, is a Christian artist who actually has won two Grammys in the past. And she was no longer with her label. And she decided to give Idol a shot. Um, And so it's just amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing the people that you'll meet. And you never even realize this is someone I listened to growing up. And now I'm right here beside them in Hollywood. Amazing. Oh, what a surreal moment. But what a great experience. I'm so glad you had a wonderful experience. And, you know, your your single words uh, and alibis is out. So, everyone, please make sure you check out Dustin Chapman. Uh, all of his music is available everywhere, online, you know, streaming. And also, DustinChapmanMusic.com is the website. But you're also all over social networking sites as well. So, can you give out the, your social networking handles so people can go and find you? Yeah. So, Facebook, Dustin Chapman Music. Everything else is just DustinSings97. So, that be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, whatever it is, you can find me on there with that username. Perfect, perfect. You know, and I, I love, you know, that everybody knows you from your music. You have such a supportive fan base and those around you. And now, you know, people got to see you uh, on American Idol, see kind of, you know, what you're all about. So I wanted to know your, I would love to kind of go back, you know, your journey into music. When did you realize that you had this passion for creating music? How did this all begin? <laughs> for me, it was embedded into me in middle school. I joined choir 
choir. Uh, and from there, I was like, you know, this is so amazing. I kept going with it from 11 years old to 17 years old. I was in choir, musical theater, all that good stuff. And then I started getting sick. So I was diagnosed with a rare disease called achalasia. And essentially, mm-hmm. that just means my esophagus doesn't work. So it doesn't open up the lips solid foods into my stomach Mm -hmm. Um, so I spent months and months in the hospital I've had about seven surgeries for all over New York North Carolina Maryland you name it (laughs) on the east coast I've probably been there uh, because it's so rare not many doctors treat it and it was during that time that I found songwriting was a huge outlet for me and I wanted to put into words my emotions but write them in a way that other people could relate to them that's just when it started, I was around 17 years old. From there, it has been my solace through every treatment, through every surgery, every hospitalization. Songwriting and singing has been my go-to and my form of medicine. Oh, that's wonderful. And I hope there's a cure somewhere down in you know the future. I really hope that there is because so far it doesn't seem like there's a cure yet for it. I saw you with um you know your shirt you know to find a cure for it, and I uh, I hope one of these days they do because there's you know it's it's rare, but there are people you know suffering from it. So if you're kind of like um, an inspiration to a lot of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I've always said with whatever outlet or opportunity I get, one of my main causes and journeys or inspirations is to raise awareness for this disease because like you said there is no cure mm-hmm. they say it only affects one in 100,000 people so that mm-hmm. shows you how rare it is yeah I try to fight and use my outlet to uh, just bring awareness and inspirations to other people battling rare diseases yes oh as you should I mean that's what it's about is to help others through music and you really are doing that you're an inspiration to so many out there and I want to thank you so so much for joining me as always we love communicating and chatting with you and I'm excited to see what is next in the future. I am so excited and one of the most things I'm most excited for is the Josie Awards in September. I'm excited to be with the JMA family again celebrating so many great independent artists. Uh, I'm ready. I will see you soon, okay? Sounds great. Perfect. Everyone, check out Dustin Chapman, his song, Words and Alibis, right now. And check him out at DustinChapmanMusic.com. Thank you so much, Dustin, and we'll talk with you again real soon. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Dustin Chapman. Yes, and we are back here at the Josie Show. So don't go anywhere because we still have a couple interviews left to um, get through. And I'm so excited because I got the opportunity to also catch up with Reveille. So we're going to chat with her shortly. But first, let's play Dustin Chapman's single Words and Alibis, and we'll be right back with more here at the Josie Show. So don't go anywhere. (laughs) Here we go. Around the block so he can't hear you sing your worries And beg for mercy from someone who ain't even there And neon lights and rendezvous when he's gone He eyes the words I do So you let Ralph sing your blues And you wonder what you can do to make him care no, it just ain't fair That you choose to be lonely 
Catching up with Dustin Chapman and playing his single, his brand new single, Words and Alibis. So you better stay tuned, y'all, because we still have some great guests. We have Reveille, and then, of course, we have Theron Jean and Leona Williams joining us to talk about an upcoming event that is very important. So stay tuned. Here is Reveille. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Reveille. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't even talk. Thanks for, for having me on, inviting me. I know everyone oh. says that, but thank you so much. My pleasure. I have been looking forward to this and catching up with you. Uh, the last time we seen you was at the Josie Music Awards. You had a couple nominations there, and so it was really cool getting to see you in person. And unfortunately, oh. this is over the phone, but I've, I'm giving you virtual hugs right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sending virtual hugs right back. And I'm, I'm, I'm not in Colorado this morning. I'm here in Nashville, so I'm not far from you guys. No. Maybe a stone's throw away. Yes, yes, absolutely. I know you've been um you've been in Nashville. You've been working pretty hard on some new music. You've been recording at the historic uh Omni Sound Studios, which is just legendary. How are you how are you loving recording there? Oh, are you kidding me? I was like, What just happened? Like the first time the 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 first song that they recorded, I literally was just my jaw was dropped to the floor. I could not believe I, I could mm-hmm. not I had waited my whole life for that moment. Like really, literally, and it was so surreal. It's to me so you've been there and you so you know the feeling and the sound and yeah. just the presence and the inspiration. It's amazing. And I'm going back today. It's my third day there this week. So I just like I said, dream come true, lifelong dream. 
Yes, absolutely. It really is an incredible place with just so much inspiration. I mean, you could look on the walls and see all of the, like, you know, CDs and stuff that you, you just, you like, all the people who recorded there before you, and it's like, you're in awe. You're like, really? <laughs> right. It's true. And honestly, like, the coolest thing is that refrigerator that they have that looks like the Marshall Amp, and then you open it, and it's filled with Coke and Sprite and Dr. Pepper, and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the coolest thing. It really, really is. Uh, it's a great, it really is a great place to record. And so I have to ask, are you working on, you know, a, a single or a full-length album? What have you been recording? What's been going on? Oh, I wish I was working on a full-length album, but, um, you know, it's it's just, it's one one song at a time. So I'm, right. I'm recording, I'm going to try and get four done while I'm here, but I'm focused on two that I will release through MC1, mm-hmm. and it'll just be the two with them. And so, you know, eventually the goal is to have the full-length album that I can go and, and support with a tour and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of live shows and so you know you got to do what you can until you can do more a lot of people think you know you could just you know keep putting out music music and music but there's so much more into it I mean time money I mean it's <laughs> it's a full process it's not it's mm-hmm. definitely not the easiest thing <laughs> you know what I know yeah and it's it's not it's not what anybody thinks I mean I'm a single mom I still live paycheck to paycheck we pour as artists you know but our success is happiness and you know submersing ourselves with our family and I've been through so much with my family you know with losing my daughter and then you know the other one has special needs she was born so early and so like life is just crazy so I'm so ecstatic with all of this it's amazing but yes it's not what people think it might be (laughs) for sure from it right right absolutely it's just it's a lot more it really is a lot goes into it and so you're going to release uh when when is the first single going to be released do you have like a release date yet or possibly April but I don't get my stuff done this week then I don't know, but it's looking like we're going to have something finished. Perfect. Um, as far as my side of it, um, this time around, we're here until Saturday. And so we're hoping, we're hoping April, but it might be May. Right. Depending on things, you know. Yeah, I mean, like. But like it's I, close. It's on the horizon. It so is. I'll it, take that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And people can absolutely, you know, like keep in touch with you because you are on uh, Facebook. So, you know, if, if people just go on there, they can keep up with you and, uh, you know, find out when the new music releases and all of that. So keep in touch with Reveille. They can. Yes, yeah, they can. Reveille, Reveille Backstage is, is my Facebook address. Yeah, I recently took on that stage name, Reveille. So I know there's been a little bit of, of well, there's been a lot of people saying, did you change your name? And I was, and I said, well, you know, I, I felt like I needed to get something that was a little bit different. There's a lot of Jenny B's out there and I love mm-hmm. Jenny B, but you know, I'm really going to make this push to get the music out there. And so Reveille, there's a nice story behind the state scene and I feel confident moving forward with that yeah I miss Jenny B but but Reveille's you know she's coming out swinging she's kicking down the door so she really is and I was actually just going to ask you you know where the name Reveille came from so where did that name come from because it's so beautiful and it is unique it's gorgeous thank you Uh, thank you well you know my dad he's a Vietnam vet um (laughs) (laughs) he used to wake me up every morning you know growing up with that he would 
seeing that he was just kind of do 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 coming in pretending like he was playing the trumpet and I would get so annoyed you know I didn't understand my dad's history in the military and he was airborne 101st airborne um and then when I got older you know he had actually written a book about his time and just gained just a lot of respect for my dad as an adult you know we have different relationships with our parents uh the time you know my life is in a roller coaster with my family and then just playing in the prisons in Sweden I've done I've done so much of different things but it's always like it's so hard it's just been a fight and you know even having babies you know I remember with my gigs in Phoenix and stuff before the gigs puking my guts out with morning sickness and then being on the stage eight months pregnant you know ginormous and then um you know doing a show five days after delivering Julian because we were in the battle of the bands at the hard rock and we couldn't miss that because that was the biggest thing we had done at that time Mm -hmm. but also so we've got my dad with the rebelies the song is spelt differently but also just the the fight I mean but music's in my blood so I'm never going to lay it down but also I feel like this time in my life and I include you guys in this. I feel like I have an army of angels in the form of friends and family, you know, here on earth and above watching over. So I was like, mm-hmm. Reveille makes perfect sense to me. Finally had the confidence to just bring it forward. And thank you for, you know, allowing independent artists to, to bring their stuff to you because you guys have done amazing things for us. And oh. the, the people that we've met, I have to tell you, yeah. I was getting emotional. And I don't mean to dominate the conversation, but no, no. Um, when I was delivering and I went into um, they gave me an emergency C-section in 2010 because the twins were in jeopardy. And I remember I had watched all of the, the singing competitions, you know, the voice was on and I did not miss an episode of that. And I remember it was the 2010 finals and it was Lee DeWise. Do you remember Lee DeWise? Yeah. He was my favorite. And honestly, I don't even know who won that night because right before I had my chocolate cake, I was in the hospital because I was in there for monitoring. The alarm started going off and five minutes later, they had delivered the twins and I never watched American Idol after that at all I couldn't you know yeah and that but you know you guys you you were rallying around Jackson Snelling I was I got really emotional watching him and his story and I just love I mean I started to cry I just love the support mm-hmm. that you guys give us I was never going to watch American Idol again because of the, the past that I had had with well I can't wait to see what his future holds yeah. we're definitely fans of him now but but thanks for all that you do I mean oh, man, you, guys, you guys change lives for us thank you oh well thank you you make me cry thank you that's so sweet I really do appreciate that and you know we we love to support all of our indie family as we like to call our JMA family and and beyond and um, I'm glad though that we got you watching American Idol again I mean I can't even imagine you know everything that you went through I completely understand you know I uh, I am glad though that you are you know finding solace and and love in music and doing your thing and you're not letting anything stop you, which I think is so inspiring for a lot of people, because I'm sure a lot of people have been through the same situations. You know what I mean? So they're kind of looking at you and being like, yeah, they're looking at you and being like, okay, if she's able to continue and do what she loves, then, you know, I could do that in my daily life, whatever I do. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's a great thing that you are doing and showing the world. So I'm, you're an inspiration. You. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that means the world to me. Thank you. Oh, anytime, you. anytime. Time. And, you know, I wanted to ask you because starting in music, you know, I would love to know how you found your love initially for music. Did you have some musical influences growing up that you really looked up to or maybe listened to on the radio? How did this get 
started for you? Well, you know, when Grease came out, that was it for me. Oh, yes. And I wanted to sing all John Travolta parts and Olivia Newton-John. But, um, <laughs> you know, I started, my grandfather was, was a musician and he played at the same bar in Minnesota for 17 years. He played the accordion. And he, he actually, he got to meet like Hank Williams and Pepsi Klein. He, the oh, venue great. where he played was right across the street from where they would give major concerts. So the stars would come in afterwards. I mean, my grandpa used to tell me all kinds of stories, but music does run in my family, but no one's ever taken it this far. But I grew up playing the clarinet and the saxophone. I never was in choir, but I started writing songs, honestly, like math class, seventh grade. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're writing it down. You're um, like, I'm busy right now. Hold on. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. It started at a young age and I've tried to walk away from music, but I just can't. It's so healing and, and it's just part of me. So, you know, like I said, whatever happens at this point, I'm just happy I'm doing it for um, the reasons that I find inspiring and it seems like it's getting well received. So I'm happy about that. Absolutely. Music really is healing you know that's what it's about and it's universal everyone can really feel music I mean if anything a language barrier whatever you will understand music and I think that's incredible and you know I I love that you grew up you know in a musical family music was always around you you got to hear stories from uh, your grandfather I'm sure that helped you you know on your journey and but you know from now you know what are some musical goals of yours where would you like to see your career in say five to ten years fun question I can tell you right now yes um, I would love to get my music back to Sweden. I've done a lot of work over there, but it's always been with, with the band. Mm-hmm. I love going into the prisons, and, you know, you can really make a difference with your music there. And there's a women's prison in Florida that I would like to visit. Um, I hear that they do some big revivals down there, Ocala Prison. And I, and another dream is to perform at the Josie's at the Music Awards. That's yes. when the first time I was there, I said, oh, my gosh, this is my new dream. It's so fun to have new dreams. Oh, my gosh. I'm grooming my daughter, Giovanna. She's She just turned 12, and I had her sing with me. We sang last night at the Texas Troubadour. I'm really involved in teaching and mentoring, especially, like, not so much teaching people how to sing, which I love to do, but there's... You know, for years, I was so afraid and just petrified to sing in front of anybody. I just don't want that for the people that I work with. And so just trying to to work with people to be able to have the confidence to share their gift. I have my goals. I want to play at Red Rocks. That's in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I would love to work with Hazel Miller. She's in, in Colorado. And, you know, I do have... Yeah, specific targeted goals. And Cowboy Church. Have you ever been to the Cowboy Church here? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love to share some of my Christian stuff there at that service. You know, targeted goals, but, you know, the desires of my heart. Yeah, and I could see that happening, though. I could see a lot of those happening uh, for you. And before we go, um, one more time, can you please give out, you know, all of your social networking sites or pe- how people can contact you after the show and get to know you more? Yes, Reveille, R-E-V-E-L-E, Reveille Backstage. You can find me on Facebook just with that. Or I have Reveille Music, which is the business music page. We're currently putting together the website, which will be ReveilleMusic.com. You can email me at ReveilleMoment at gmail.com. Got any questions? Good. So we're going to actually play a song called Cross My Broken Heart. Can you tell us a little bit about this song before we play it for everybody here today? It's an all-time favorite of mine. Yeah. I did not write the song. Mm-hmm. Um, Susie Boggess, which is, she's one of my, my favorites. Oh, um, she released this, I think, back in the 80s. I'm hoping to 
send it out over in Sweden when, when I take my other stuff with me. But we will redo it in the studio. I wanted to have something that I can share with you. I had to bring something to the potluck. So I hope you enjoy it, and I, I hope that you like it as much as I do. Check it out. We're going to play here in just a second. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show and chatting with me. Please come back anytime, okay? Love Thank you so much. Love you guys. Oh, we love you too. Yes, Revely, everyone. You're welcome. All right. I love when you t- when I, you know, start talking and, you know, I realize, hey, I am muted on the board. You gotta love that. It has been one of those days, y'all. I'm telling you, the our internet has been a little cranky. I'll, I'll say that it's been having a little tantrum here today. Um, so uh, the board's been a little haunted. But other than that, we are going to go straight forward. Uh, we do have the song with us. Here is uh, Reveille's great rendition, fabulous rendition of Cross My Broken Heart. And we'll be right back with more. So stay tuned. Here we go. Maybe it's true we're not together But when I close my eyes You're still here The sweet taste of love can last forever Sometimes it makes me cry But I still find a smile for every
All right, and we are back. That was a beautiful rendition, Reveille. Uh That was Cross My Broken Heart. Uh, all right, so now I'm going to bring you a great interview that I had with Theron Jean and Leona Williams. They have a fantastic event that's coming up that's for a very important cause. So here you go. Here it is. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Josie Show Special Edition. I have with me today the legendary music artist, Ms. Leona Williams, and the incredible music artist, Theron Jean, to talk about their upcoming show, The Classic Country Benefit for the Dyer County Cancer Fund. Welcome to the show, Leona and Theron. Hey, we're glad to be here. Yes, and I'm proud to be here, and thanks to Theron for setting this all up for us. I have been looking forward well, to Josie, thank y'all for uh, oh. letting us come on your show and helping us with uh, this show I do. And, and just thank y'all for everything y'all do for country music. Oh, my pleasure. I think this is an incredible event that you do. And let's chat about this great benefit. So you both will be the headliners for this great event, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. And you also have more musical performances. Who else will be performing for this benefit? We're going to have Hutcherson brothers, uh, Brandon Hutcherson and John Nick Hutcherson. And they are very talented brothers. And uh, they actually gave me my first spot when I first started wanting to be an entertainer. They had a little band called the Genre Band, and they gave me the lead spot. They needed a lead singer to uh, be a front man, and they hired me as soon as I got out of high school. They're very talented. They do a lot of the newer country, and they have a lot of originals out, and it's getting awards, and they're really talented. Uh, we've got Pam Mabry coming. She is the mayor of our little town where I grew up and was raised in Newburn, Tennessee. And she is so funny. She is such a good comedian, and she's a very talented entertainer and singer. Me and Pam sung a lot at the, our local Hee Haw shows together, and Pam is just an underrated person. I tell you, she is fantastic and a good Christian lady of that. Then we have opening for Lashley is Lane Smith. And Lane has played with me and Leona in Nashville before on the Hayride Show for the Veterans. And Lane is a top-notch entertainer, and I'm telling you, she can really get down and sing, and she can connect with the crowd. She's just all-around good person. I think this is going to be an incredible event for a great cause. This event, uh, the Classic Country Benefit, it is um, on Saturday, May 8th, right? And the doors open at 6 p.m., and show starts at 7 p.m. Can you tell everyone where you are holding the benefit and where they can go to purchase tickets right now? Uh, it's going to be at the Bogota Community Center. That's a little community outside of Dyersburg, about eight miles, and and they can purchase tickets. They can either call the numbers on the flyer there, but the numbers is 731-377-0137 or 731-377-0118. Or if they're coming through Dyersburg or Newburn, they can pick them up at the Security Bank at the Mall Boulevard location at Dyersburg or the Mall Boulevard, I mean the uh, Security Bank location in Newburn. They're more than welcome to pick them up there if they're coming through town, but if they're out of town, they can call us and we'll get them to them. And I have to ask, Leona, uh, you know, how did you two meet? How did you find out about Theron Jean? We worked that show together at the Troubadour Theater, the Hayride show it's called. Mm -hmm. And I saw Theron there, and I loved his name because I have a grandson named Theron. And that's an unusual name, you know. And he was a right cute boy, you know. And I said, boy, you're a cute little cowboy or something like that, you know. Just turning (laughs) on with him. (laughs) And he he did so good. He sang so good. And I thought, wow, this little guy's going to be a big star one of these days. But uh, that's how I met Theron. I love that. I love that. And y'all have shared stages before, but have you two ever performed together? Because I think a duet is in order. Never have. We've never got the chance to. This is uh, 
when, after Leona and me got to meet, we sort of just stayed in contact. We were going to do this cancer show last year. See, I started this cancer show when I got out of high school, and my uncle, uh, my mom's brother, had passed away with leukemia. And the Dyer County Community Cancer Fund helped my grandmother out a lot with finances and different things she couldn't afford. And it was a real rough time on my family, and I saw how bad cancer can affect people. And so when I got out of college at Oklahoma, I come back home and I said, you know, I would like to start a concert and give all the money back to the cancer fund, do 100% donated. Uh, so I started and I've been doing it every year. And when I got to meet Leona, you know how you've had people that's not your family, they're not blood, but they're just like your family. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you've known them for years. That's how it was with me and Leona. She was so easy to talk to and she was so full of advice and just, and she just had that mother nurturing part about her, you know, and she was so kind to me and we ended up becoming friends. She was going to come help me out at the show and then COVID hit and it hurt so many businesses and different things and so many people lost their life over it and we're still praying for them people that have been affected with all this and but now we're able to open everything back up and we're doing the show again but me and Leona have never got to perform together besides the hayride Mm -hmm. and it was you know on separate things but we're really looking forward this year me and Leona have come up with some dates out on the road and she's going to let me and my band go out on the road and back her and open some of her shows for her and her talented son Ron Mm -hmm. and so we're looking very forward to that this year and the cancer show is going to kick off all all the the touring this year Yes, that's right. And, you know, I want to do everything I can to help support Cancer Fund because so many people that I know, we've lost so many wonderful people that I know. I lost one of my brothers who played fiddle like nobody else, you know, just Mm -hmm. one of the best last year in August. Then I got a brother now that's got lung cancer. I had breast cancer in 2001, and I'm a survivor, and so I want to be out there helping. And also I lost a husband that I was with for 20 years. Dave Kirby, who wrote a lot of songs like Is Anybody Going to San Antonio for Charlie Pride? Just a lot of hits. Memories to Burn, Gene Watson. He wrote What Have You Got Planned Tonight, Diana, from Earl Haggard. And Mm -hmm. just a great songwriter. So this cancer has me wanting to do something for everybody. And if we can do this little thing with with Saren, why, Mm -hmm. maybe we can help somebody along the way. You know it. I'm proud to do it. I love it. Y'all are giving back. You really are. And, of course, it's going to the Dyer County Cancer Fund organization. So I hope everyone checks it out Saturday, May 8th. And tickets are $10 each, and children under four are free. And you will also have concessions available as well. Yes. Y'all think this is funny, but the guy's concession stand is named Fatty. Mm-hmm. And he's a good friend of mine. It's all home-cooked food, and he's agreed to come help us and donate his time and everything and come do our concessions for him. And he's him and his family are really good people, and we're very honored. And I'd like to say, Josie, to everyone listening out there, thank you all so much for supporting any kind of live music venue or supporting any kind of benefit for cancer and coming out to Leona's shows, coming out to mine or anybody's shows. Uh, I think a lot of the entertainers have been really hit hard and I just want to thank everyone for continuing to believe in us, continue to believe in country music and keep everything alive and without y'all we couldn't do none of this so I wanted to personally thank y'all. We'll have our CDs and pictures and things like that with us. My website is leonawilliams.com. You can see all that or you go on YouTube and hear my record it's a wonderful thing that uh that we get to be on the show with you well it's a pleasure i mean for people who don't know i'm sure i'm sure they do know you know you've had such an enriched history in country music so do you have any advice out there for artists who are just starting out today independent artists who want to kind of have the great career that you've had over the past I've been lucky. I have 
had a great career, been very successful. I've been in all different foreign countries. I've been, I, in 1968, when my first record came out, I was on a tour of the Far East entertaining the servicemen in Vietnam and Philippines and wow. Thailand and all through there, entertaining servicemen. And anyway, my first record came out, and uh, they mailed it to me over in the I, first time I heard one of my Leona Williams records was Taipei, Taiwan. We put it on jukebox. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Soul> club. <laughs> yes, so cool. I was just a kid, and I, I, my first trip was with Lonzo and Oscar from the Grand Ole Opry. My kids, dad, and me, we went over there with them. So uh, Oscar, uh, his mm. wife, was taking care of my daughter, Kathy. While we were gone, we spent nine weeks over there. I'll tell you, that was a long time. Look up Leona Williams. You can hear me sing with Tony Kerr, who is a wonderful singer in Ireland. You know, different people. Ron, my son's on there, and I also have some duets on there you might find with George Jones. Uh, I did a tribute to George, and he's always been my favorite singer. And mm-hmm. and also Merle Haggard, you know, just different ones. So I've done a lot of stuff in the music business. and been lucky to get my songs recorded by Tony Smith, Loretta Lynn, Tammy Wynette, Merle, and uh, Mo Bandy has a couple songs on his newest album that I co-wrote with some friends and mm-hmm. and all that. And everyone could check you out, like you said, at leonawilliams.com. And then, Sarah, please give out your website as well, and all of your music is out there as well. Right now, if you want to see anything, you can find my music on YouTube and just type Therangine. It's under Therangine Official. Or you can go on Facebook and find any of our events. Uh, even if you don't have a Facebook, you can just Type in Therangine Official slash Facebook, and it'll come up all our events and everything you need to know about the show. Please make sure you check out Therangine and Leona Williams right now, right after the show. And remember to check them out on Saturday, May 8th. Doors open at 6 p.m. and show starts at 7 p.m. An incredible, incredible event for the Dyer County Cancer Fund. Thank you for everything you do, Josie. That's right. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. It's an honor to be able to chat with both of you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come back anytime. It's so nice to meet you, Miss Leona. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. And we are back. Please make sure, if you're available, May 8th, please go to this event. It's going to be a great one, and it's for an important cause as well. So please make sure you check that out. And check out all my guests that I had on today, Dustin Chapman, Ravelli, and Theron Jean and Leona Williams. Please check out all of my guests. And thanks to big, big thank you to all my guests who uh, joined me today at the Josie Show. And thank you all so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We couldn't do this without y'all, without y'all and without um, all of the incredible listeners out there worldwide. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. I obviously, can you tell I've had a lot of caffeine? <laughs> I can barely talk uh, at this point tonight, but it's all good. I uh, am, as they say, uh, turned up and enjoying my best life. <laughs> my producer is laughing at me right now. It's true. Um, yeah, so I'm enjoying my best life, and uh, I hope you all are doing the same. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Good night. <mwah> Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.